I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Let's hang out. Hello, Les Hangout listeners. We are still on hiatus, but we have a special week for you this week because we are actually going to be releasing one of our bonus Patreon episodes. So for those of you who are already Patreon subscribers, you might have heard this one. This is our episode on Chasing Amy. If you're not a patron, this is your chance to get a little taste of what you could be getting on our Patreon. We release one new bonus episode every single month talking about different lesbian movies that we might not have been able to get to for our Les Essentials. It's super fun. We get to talk about movies that maybe we hate, but we love to hate, you know, and that's, I think, Chasing Amy for us. <laughs> um, so here are our thoughts. It definitely spurred a lot of conversation in our actual Patreon. So we're curious to see what all of you think as well. Also, if you want to join our Patreon, we would very, very much appreciate it. You can do that at bit.ly slash Les Patreon. Our patrons make a gigantic difference to us. We are in season seven. We have been doing this for a long, long time, and we cannot be creating the content that we create as consistently as we create it without the financial support of our patrons. So thank you all so much for supporting. 
Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons are found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbian shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hello, beautiful patrons, and welcome back to Les Hangout, the podcast that has a weird thing for girls who say a boot. <laughs> and for girls who tell you they're a lesbian. Yes. <laughs> All of that. From the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. Thank you, as always, for supporting our show. We could not keep making this show without you. And we, I can't even bring myself to say, are so excited. <laughs> To be bringing I mean, you. I'm excited in the way that like you love to watch a dumpster fire. Like a hate like, watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm excited in a way that like I'm so excited to like just beat this movie to a pulp. Like I'm we, very excited. We are excited <laughs> to vent for the next however long about our fifth Patreon bonus episode. Although I feel like because this is coming out like the day after Christmas, right? So yes. I feel like this is the Christmas gift equivalent of like coal in your stomach. <laughs> yes, so sorry about that. <laughs> but I also feel like sometimes it just helps like to to have other people commiserate with you, like in the same mm. way that we loved continuously talking about happiest season. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Like it's like there's something sort of we love to hate it about talking about a movie that you hate so much. So true. So I can't wait to talk about. We're gonna be talking about chasing Amy today, everyone. Ugh. And yeah, I agree. <laughs> I literally, when I watch this film again, I don't think I've seen it probably since college. Like, yeah, I watched it in the same time where I watched. Like, I was like, let me watch as much queer content as I can. And when I was in college, it was like the 2010s, and so like. We didn't really have that much good queer content. So people would be like, oh, you have to watch Chasing Amy or like you have to watch Kissing Jessica Stein. Like these are the lesbian films that people tell you to watch and you watch them and you're like, what? This makes me hate. Yes. Everything. It hurts me to have to say that this was considered a lesbian film. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. That's what, Back that's in the what's day. insane about it. Yeah. Like, I, okay, I don't know if you've seen Ellie, because I know you spend a lot less time on Twitter right now, but someone had just started a thread this week uh, as of us recording this, where they were like, post the sapphic clip that like literally altered your brain chemistry, right? Yeah. And you have uh, all these kids out here posting clips from like, you know, fucking Killing Eve and Warrior Nun and Winona Earp and Bly Manor and like and just all this stuff and i'm like listen this is what we had <laughs> this to be fair okay this was what let's we dive had. into it like i do hate it but there's certain things that i think could have been significantly changed in this film that i actually would have liked loved it because i do actually really love i love joey lauren adams as Alyssa mm. before she starts dating yeah, yeah it's it's well okay like, so let's listen here's here's the here's the part of this episode that i'm gonna say is a christmas gift to everyone we rewatched chasing amy so that you don't have to yep, okay? honestly please don't like it is merry christmas everyone you're welcome i just feel like it's hard it's so harmful yeah, if you haven't watched it yet, don't bother. You don't need to. It's okay. We're gonna we're gonna talk through. We will outline everything as much as we need to to spare you the need to watch this movie. Okay, <laughs> starting with 
starting with our IMDb synopsis, because I, I do think we should read it for this only because I feel like we should each give our own synopses of this movie. Okay, great. Okay, so the IMDb synopsis for Chasing Amy is as follows. Holden and Banky are comic book artists. Everything's going good for them until they meet Alyssa, also a comic book artist. Holden falls for her, but his hopes are crushed when he finds out she's a lesbian. That IMDb synopsis is like everything that's wrong with this film, because to me, this film is like so male centric. Uh huh. It's literally a man's fantasy. Yeah. Of turning it's, a lesbian. Well, and listen, like it's it's not just out. that it's it's not just that it's any man's fantasy. I feel like it's also summed up in the fact that the two main characters in this movie are named Holden and Banky. Like I feel like that already out the gate tells you almost everything you need to know about this movie. Who also write a comic book about two stoners. Like it's like Yeah. It's like toxic nerd culture, like completely just like feeling like you're entitled to women and that it's it just oh god it is so painful to watch <laughs> and like ben affleck is like he skis me out the fact that like yeah do you have do you have a synopsis ready to go for this no i'm sorry you go first you go first okay here's here's how i would do my synopsis because mine I feel like my synopsis for this movie is a very specific. I should have dressed the part, but I I got I was late coming home, so I did not change. My synopsis, imagine me in the SNL Stefan layered yep, long yep, yep. sleeve mm-hmm. under the short sleeve. We've got the emo hair. We're doing this. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so here's my Stefan synopsis of this movie. <clears throat> This movie has everything, homophobia, misogyny, and Ben Affleck in a douchey little goatee. Yes. That's it. That's my synopsis for the movie. Yes. And I guess my synopsis is this, like, this movie is is a male fantasy porn about being the only man that a lesbian loves. And also a horror film because it it shows what happens when said lesbian, which I will say, Alyssa is bisexual. And so I feel like they could have explored that in a better way. There's also all this biphobia. Mm. Like she's definitively bisexual. And she like tells, I feel like she tells queer women she's a lesbian because they judge her for being with men. Right. And she tells men she's a lesbian because it's just easier that way. For her to like not have to deal with a man trying to get with her. But like I feel like it's also a horror film about a queer woman who falls in love with a man and then realizes why she's been with women this entire time. Yeah, it's <laughs> I. So here's the thing. We watched this this week. We re- I rewatched it. I hadn't I had not seen this since I was in high school for sure. Because and I did like I I went through a big Kevin Smith phase in high school. Like I used to watch Mallrats and Dogma and. And like I, they, oh boy, they do not age well. And this one, especially, like even at the time, I was never super into because I feel like it just rubbed me the wrong way. Yes. Even though it was supposed to be the like, wow, lesbian movie, so fun. And Kelsey had never seen it, and we were going in, and I was just like, I'm, I am sorry, like I'm so yeah. sorry that you're gonna sit through this with me because. Even just like as soon as it starts and as soon as you get this whole like, 
Oh, Holden. Oh, he meets Alyssa. Oh, she's so cute. Oh, she's a lesbian. Oh, no, they're getting so close with montage, whatever. And I was like, like, do I even need to say it? Do I even need to say it? Of course she's going to fuck him. Of course she's going to end up with him. Like, of, yes. of fucking But, like, that's course. why I'm saying it's, like, literally such a, like, male fucking fantasy. Yes. It, because it's like, okay, a lot of the stuff Alyssa says, she says these things and then she completely backtracks on them. And I feel like it's, like, literally the first, like, scene we see her be queer in. She's so fucking queer. And that's why I'm yeah. saying she's awesome. Right? Yeah. She's literally, like making out with this girl at the bar like when she's singing she's like this is dedicated to a special someone and this fucking dude holden thinks thinks she's singing to him and when she walks past him or no when that girl walks past him to and they start making out and he is so so butthurt about it like, I cannot deal with Ben Affleck in that. His his little yeah, dancing. He's like, oh, he's yeah. dancing it's and like so fucking gross. He's like, dancing and thing. he's touching his chest in this weird kind of way where I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? Well, that's my point though. Like, is this movie supposed to be an indictment? But I feel like okay, Holden is the Holden is the protagonist of this film. Therefore, it is a male fantasy. But I feel like this movie should have been an indictment of Holden as a character. Like It if is. It, it is. He like, is to, the literal he worst. Is the worst, but that's what I'm saying. He's the worst, and yet you have all of these things where like Alyssa's like, you're the only guy I've liked in a really long time. And I'm like, why? I could understand. Like I feel like this could be an actually really interesting movie because there's a lot of layers to this. This movie that are interesting, right? Where she tells her lesbian friend she's dating a man and they ostracize her. Like, I feel like if this was actually like a good love story between a man and a woman, you could actually explore that in a way that like that made sense. But it's like he's horrible. It's not, it's not this. This right? This like, movie gives me like depression. Yes. <laughs> like, this, yes. This movie he slut shames her. Is, he wants to be, he like has this like, I don't know what you would call this. What is, it's like a, a lesbian savior complex. Okay. You know what I, I mean? Like a hetero savior complex where he's like, I'm the only man that has ever been able to break through this lesbian. Like it's yeah. so okay, cringy. Here's, here's what I'm going to do because I know we said we would lay this out in case anyone hasn't watched the movie. I'm just going to give like a super, super quick plot synopsis. Okay. Yes. I'm so, so, sorry. so the so IMDb synopsis it, but... covered some of it. Yes. Holden. <laughs> He's a comic book artist. He and his best friend Banky, they draw a comic book together. They meet a friend of a friend. Her name's Alyssa. Holden is like super into her, like just and is convinced that like she's they had a moment. They go, they get invited to this thing at a bar and realize like that she is a lesbian. And then he proceeds to still pursue a friendship with her, like spend all this time with her. He's like blowing off Banky to hang out with her. And then it comes out that it's because he's in love with her. And then he decides to tell her like the fucking self-absorbed waste of life that he is. And then she gets so mad and she screams at him and she gets out of the car and they're in the rain and she's like, what is fucking wrong with you? And then runs up and kisses him because of course she does because she's in love with him too, even though it's so inconvenient. And then, yeah, she gets ostracized by the other gays and then they're just happily dating and sleeping all like the sleeping together all the time. And then 
uh-oh, Holden finds out that he isn't actually the first guy she slept with. And not only that, but she was kind of slutty in high school and like did two dudes at once. And now he can't live with it. And what? how is he supposed to feel? And then he proposes a threesome with her and Banky. And then she has to break up with him. Poor Holden. Like that's the that's and the movie. That's the movie an, in a nutshell. And then he writes an entire comic oh book about her. Oh my god, her. he writes a whole fucking comic <laughs> about it. Okay, so look, so that's that's the premise. That's the movie in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. That's now a good, let's that's pick a good apart. Yeah. I I'm like I don't even know where to start with where I what I hate the most about this movie because it's everything. I hate everything I hate about it. it. I hate it. Start to finish, everything just makes me more and more angry. And I think like Kevin Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith, we'd like to talk. Okay, where? So now, where? Where did you want to start? I just okay, feel like well, we need we need like a yeah, yeah, quick outline. That's for a people good outline. But let's just, maybe let's just seen talk it. about the points that I feel like. Like I said, I just want to talk about how I actually love Alyssa as a character, and I wish that she had not. I I wish that the entire thing like there's a lot of like. It's it's annoying, but there's a lot of like educational moments for Holden, right? But it's also yes. like so fucking annoying because he keeps having to be like, but I don't get it. And that's what is so annoying to me, right? So I feel like Banky is almost less homophobic, even though like they talk about him being homophobic than Holden. Because, okay, let's just talk about the lesbian bar scene. So there's a lesbian bar scene. They go to the meow mix. That's the bar yeah. that is called, yeah, yeah. right? And the, the lesbian bar is fucking great it's so yes. great like she literally there's like a like a lesbian band on stage who calls Alyssa up to sing with them and she does this whole song she sings to a woman in the audience but Holden thinks it's for him because he's a complete idiot and he realizes at that moment after she starts making out with this woman that oh she's not into you she's into women and then there's that scene with Banky and Alyssa like I actually really like the scene with Banky and Alyssa yeah, it. Um, I don't know. Like it cracked me up because I also feel like I've had those moments as a queer woman where like I would be at a bar like when I was younger and more, you know, out and making out with randos <laughs> at a bar and like a guy would pro- would approach us or whatever and they'd be like, oh, like. I love women too. Like, let's talk about like your tips for how to eat a girl out. Like they have an entire conversation about oral sex that I found fascinating. I thought that was like, okay, this is cool. You get Alyssa really like, I don't know her as a character. She's very believable as a queer woman. That's what pisses me off. She is. Yes. Because she's like, she's like joyous about how much she loves having sex with women. Mm -hmm. Like there's this, the scene where she's just like, laughing and like loving talking to Banky about like the injuries she's gotten from having insane sex with women yeah okay here's here's the thing this is this is so much deeper of a of an analysis than this movie warrants but I just watched this whole uh tiktok like someone had posted this whole tiktok on twitter or something and it was all about this guy white guy um sort of acknowledging and dealing with his own racism and like not overt racism but he was like telling this story about how he like walked past a 
I think he lives in the UK or something. And he was like walking past a school a decade ago or something. And he was like, oh, I was walking past the school and there were a lot of black kids at the school and a lot of the, the parents picking them up were their dads. And he was like, I realized I had this thought where I was like, oh, I didn't realize there were like that many like black dads who like stayed around and like took care of their kids, you know? And he was like, and like intellectually, I might have like argued with somebody framing that like framing that conversation that way and he's like but also that was my knee-jerk reaction and he's like because i've grown up in a racist society and we are all sort of like steeped in this racist like ideas and stuff and and he was like you know and it's so much harder he's like it's so much more like harder to deal with that because people don't want to see it in themselves as the fact that like that is a learned form of like just like prejudices that we that like are a result of like growing up in a racist society. And I think the problem is that like what you just said is you were like, you know, the movie talks so much about Banky being homophobic and he is. I mean, he yes. is for he sure. Yeah. Like wildly homophobic so many times in this movie. But I also feel like like this movie is the perfect encapsulation to me of I'm like, you can say faggot and still be less homophobic than like Kevin Smith writing this movie. Yes. Like the movie Holden is the it like this whole story is so much more homophobic than however many times Banky calls her a dyke. Like there's no comparison between how much worse and how much more harmful this story is than a slur like because you see the slur and the slur is easy to pick out and what you don't see is like ah every other fucking thing that you did in this movie and you're so right like i mean yes banky is written to be like an explicitly like when he gets pissy and mad and whatever like he lashes out with these homophobic slurs and i'm like okay sure fine there, there's like the in your face of it but like that is so far from the worst well because you also have hold, like that's why i'm saying in here. the second that banky finds out that Alyssa's a lesbian he's like oh let's talk more right he engages with her right and holden is oh a baby God. is a holden, fucking like, man child acts like someone pissed in his fucking cheerios i'm like and she owes you nothing yeah, you he's so mad. Met once. He's so mad. And just because you thought she might have been interested in you and you learned that she was not, you are completely pissed off. Yeah. That's why I'm like it makes no sense. Why would Alyssa continue a continue a relationship with that man? Like this queer woman would not have continued a relationship it. with Holden. I hate it makes it so much. No sense. It makes no sense. Even I'm if sorry. she was bisexual like that is not the no. man she would have chosen. No. And, you know what I mean? and because like- then then they try so hard to make him out to be, oh, then he turns into the best ally. And it's like, then when Banky, like, you know, oh, Banky uses like the word faggot again. And he's like, he's like, oh, like, you don't have to be like that. Like, you're better than that, man. Like, you don't have to gay bash. Like, you're not that kind of guy. I'm so learned and wise because I sat on a swing once and listened to a lesbian explain that she's just attracted to women like I am. And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, I, like, like, like serious, but seriously, that conversation between Holden and Alyssa on the swings was worse to me than the conversation with Banky the night before. Yes. Right? Because there's yes. a conver- they, they have a conversation, right, where... Banky and Alyssa are bonding over their over their actual shared love of women. And Holden's like, oh, but lesbian sex isn't real sex. The like, scene, what the thing that's so about? frustrating to me about the scene on the, the swings is like the scene on the swings in and of itself 
take that scene by itself out of the movie. What a great scene, right? Like, what a great scene of somebody just, like, easily, coherently, efficiently getting to the heart of, like, why is it, why can you understand that you're attracted to women and not to guys Mm -hmm. and not understand that I am attracted to women and not to guys? Don't you haven't you ever wanted to to have sex with a man? Right. Like all this, yeah. the conversation that so many of us have had so many times. What a great conversation. What a great modeling of that scene. But you do that and you try to pretend that he has understood that and turned into this ally and learned from that. And then you have him turn around and God, his fucking monologue in the car. It is the worst. First of all, goes on way too long. It's so long. It is so long. It's so long. He's like, I love you. Not the fake kind of love. Not the kind of love you see in movies, but a pure, deep love. The love of a man for a woman. A love that transcends time. A love, if this isn't love, I've never felt love and I don't want to feel love. And I just, I know that you're a lesbian, but I couldn't go another day without telling you how I feel about you now that you are literally strapped and locked into a car with me where you can't leave and it's pouring rain outside and I just need you to know about my deep man feelings for you because my penis loves you and all of the parts of me that a man should love a woman with, they love. And you're just like, it's what so, the fuck, Holden? It's so bad. Like, well, what and it are is you also doing? just like the, the pure illustration of like someone feeling like Holden is the embodiment of entitlement. Like, entitlement. Ins- like, insanely, right? Like, he's oh like, I God. I am entitled to tell you my feelings. Like, I yes. I am entitled to, like, and, and you know, like, that's the thing, too. He says, I don't expect anything from you. He yeah, expects you something from her, right? Like, so that's that's why, too, she flips out at him. But I wish she flips out and just run away. Here's don't come back. Why here's did you kiss what him? I think, here's what I think Kevin Smith writing this doesn't get. Of course he ex- expects something. And I think it's something that a lot of men also don't don't tend to understand. A lot of straight men t- just don't a- always understand about this scene and this conversation, which has happened so many times in the course of history. You do expect something because even if you don't think you expect them to do to pull the Alyssa and like run back in the rain and th- make out with your face, you expect sympathy, if nothing else. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T 
A-T-E-N. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And yes, like, like that, oh, I'm so sorry yeah, for you that you have these things for me. in and of itself is already too far. <laughs> it's already too much. You've gone too far. You don't get to expect that. That is not the correct response here. This is not the correct way to handle it. And what it shows to the thing is, is what it shows to the straight white male audience is like he loves her too much. He can't keep it inside. And what it shows to every single queer woman watching this movie is, wow, he has zero respect for her. Yes. Well, that's the thing, too. She has continuously told him. Yes. I'm a lesbian. I just want to be friends. Over and over again. Continuously. She has been very clear about that. Very clear. So if he didn't want that, the, the best response for him is to slowly remove himself from this situation. Not spend as much time with her. Like, just like, this is not your person. Right? And I mean, she's- also, like, I'm sorry. What what fucking New York dyke in the late 90s with, like, a healthy, robust queer community and circle of friends and dating life and whatever is like, yeah, you know what I want to do is, like, hop a bus down to New Jersey every fucking weekend to hang out with this jabroni. Like, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, in makes, what world? It, that's why it's, like, such a fucking fantasy. Like, it makes no sense. Like, what made sense to me was, like, she was super queer, loves dating. Like, she loves her, like, spot at the Meow Mix. Like, she goes to these conventions. She's, like, she's a part of this larger community. Like, when she has that wine night with all of her friends, I'm like, yeah, I wanna that feels go, real. I want to go play fucking Sega NFL hockey with this straight dude and his homophobic friend every weekend. That's what seems fun to me. It Like, it makes no, that's why this entire film makes no sense. No, it's so stupid. Her speech so back stupid. to him made sense until she turned, right? She basically yes. is like, let me see. I think I wrote some of it down. Listen, because- if you end that movie with her standing in the rain, great movie. <laughs> great film. <laughs> Cut it halfway. Cut it to her standing in the rain because she does. She screams and and she like. <sighs> she She says to him, no, so I wrote this down. She says, do you remember for one second who I am? Yes. I am fucking gay. And you assume I can turn all of that around because you have a crush. That's that two sentences. Like you have. That's a great answer. It's It's a a great great answer. And and her like, God, some of her some of the things that it's why I'm so torn on this, because I know Kevin Smith wrote her as a character, too. And I'm like, she's fucking great until the whole like, I just want to hop on your dick part of the story. But like some of (laughs) the things that she comes out with with like, I still love I think it's a great line where she's like, that's not fair. And he's like, it's unfair that I'm in love with you. And she's like, no, it's unfortunate that you're in love with me. It's unfair that you couldn't keep it to yourself. And I'm like, what a fucking piercing 
response. Like what a what a perfect like yes. That's exactly what's happening here. Like you don't see how unfair it was and he doesn't see how unfair it was. And it's like well and that's the thing and then you get wish fulfillment from this man because she yes. kisses him. Yes. So I'm like, and that's that's why she it's just so frustrating. Said means nothing. Yes. Like in this film, everything she just said means nothing because you gave you gave him what he wanted. Yeah, you don't even get like a minute, right? Like she turns around so fucking fast to suck his face and you're just like Ugh. it was even knowing it was coming, like it was worse watching it now with like where I am in terms of like my sexuality and my like sense of myself and like it feels like such a fucking betrayal. And it's the thing that's hard is I'm like, I again, I, it's not it's not that it can't happen. And it's not that I want to discount sexuality having the ability to be fluid. And it's not that like it's not that there's like anything wrong with being bisexual or like anything or even wrong with like being a lesbian and like falling for a guy. Like none of that inherently is bad. And yet this movie handles it so badly and it flubs it in ways that are harmful. And that's harmful. That scene is harmful. Having somebody spend the whole movie assuredly, confidently presenting themselves, knowing themselves, like explaining themselves and then to respond like that, because it's just it is it's pure wish fulfillment. Like you keep saying, like, it's not. If you had that scene happen differently and you had her say, like, I don't know how to handle this because I've been having these feelings, too, and I'm really confused because this isn't a thing I've ever understood about myself. And, like, this goes against my sense of who I am and I'm still working through that. Like, fine, fine. I would give you the pass on that if you had to have it happen. But this idea that you're just like, don't you know who I am? I'm fucking gay. Let me stick my tongue down your throat. I'm like, no. It, like, it, <laughs> no. it just does. Like, it, it just reinforces, especially because well, this movie came out in, what, 1997, I think. This was, I mean, it still is in our conversation now. But in late the late 19, in the late 1900s, um, in the 1990s, that was that was like the conversation was oh she just hasn't met the right man yet yes like holden literally says that Uh, holden literally uh, speaks those words and then you get that wish fulfillment and like that is so so harmful like that's why like because when i watched it right i had pretty recently come out and like to me that was my like internal dialogue that like the world had said to me, like, you haven't found the right man yet. Right. Like, and I didn't quite process like I wasn't like, oh, I'm gay. I was like, I keep dating men and it's not really working, but like must not be the right dude. Right. Because that's like what society tells you. But for like for someone to be so out and so confident and so queer and for someone to say, oh, you just haven't found the right man yet when she's what she's probably like fucking what? late 20s how old is she probably like right yeah, they She's can't, prob- i mean they can't be that old it's <clears throat> but like maybe like 26 right like and clearly she has been dating women for a long time like she's ghost she is so embedded in this community she said i'm gay yeah i'm a lesbian like if someone says those words to you you do not say well maybe 
you just haven't found the right man. Like, you just don't fucking say it. If she wanted to come to that realization on her own, I think it would be a completely different film. Because it it really feels like it's all told from the entitled point of view of this man who who feels like he is the most special man in the world because he, quote unquote, turned a lesbian. And then let's fast forward. Well, it's okay. Wait, wait, wait. I have one thing I want to say to that first, because the other thing is it's even worse to me that then you find out that she has fucked men because is this what you were is this what you're about to say? No, I was just going to say like about like how when he finds out that like it's like what? Oh, God. Yeah. Just say what you're. Well, I it's I I don't even I'm not even on him yet just for her, because the thing is, is like up until that point, they do kind of create this this idea that like she hasn't been with men and so like i'm also more willing to give them a pass then than when you have a character who has slept with guys and comes out confidently being like i am not attracted to men like i am attracted to women this is like this is who i am i am like a full bonafide dyke like it's even worse to me (laughs) it's so much worse and and now we can talk about his response to it because like well that's like it's like literally i fucking hate it he feels like he's like the best man in the world because he has turned a quote-unquote lesbian and when he finds out she's ever she has slept with other men before and also that like she is what he would consider promiscuous like to be fair she was never presenting herself as like a pure virgin right when no, we, after that when conversation we, with Banky, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're talking about eating a girl out with like the the like hanging out of her hanging car, out of a car, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're surprised. Yes, she has constantly said to you like she is a sexual person. Like she clearly has had multiple sexual partners, and she enjoys that. Yeah, she has said that to you, and you did not give a fuck when it was women, which is like highly problematic, so, right? It's like, and again, again, that's homophobia. Yes. That's the real homophobia. Banky calling her a dyke, not as homophobic as Holden's clear viewpoint that it doesn't matter how many girls she fucked. That's not as important as the fact that she's had sex with men. Like, also, 10 years ago. Yes. 10 years ago. So they must be like 28 because she they said it be was like in high school yeah. and she said 10 years ago. So yeah, that makes sense, right? He didn't care that she was sleeping with Every woman in the city, yeah, two months ago, but he cannot get over the fact yeah, that it's she's because that's not real sex, Ellie. Exactly, because she sex. was a vir- she basically was a virgin before him, right? And like they play into that too. Like Alyssa's like, oh, I it it somehow made you feel special, so I just kept running with it. And like that's also problematic. It's like, girl, you probably should have just like be honest about your sexual partners. Like I don't know, I. I find it fascinating. Like, I do feel like Alyssa is a bisexual character in a time where you could not, where where people didn't allow bisexuals to exist on screen. Yeah. Right. But that's why they made, but that's why she ends up being harmful to both. She's harmful to both. Yes. Because she's not a bisexual character. And if she was a well-written bisexual character, I wouldn't hate this movie so much. But she's not. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's not written to be that. And so instead. Fucking interesting conversation. It like it throws lesbians under the bus as being like, you don't really exist. Uh, You're just waiting for the right, the right goateed man to come along. And it throws bisexuals under the bus being like, you're all slutty slut sluts anyways. (laughs) And you're just like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, I like, I fucking, I love Alyssa as a character. 
I just hate what they did with her. Like all of the actions that they like, the way they maneuvered her through this story was horrific. But like her as a character, I don't know. Like I feel like she has a lot of agent. Like she she flips out on Holden about him being so like slut shaming towards her, right? Yeah. Like she's she's angry, rightfully so. Like how dare you judge me for my previous sexual partners when like. And she she says all of this. She's like, I clearly like having sex with other people. But then the thing that annoys me, too, is like she's like, finally, with you, I was satisfied. And I'm like, OK, Fuck also, that. listen, Fuck listen, that. I'm sorry. No, there's no way. There's no, no hate way. on you, Ben Affleck. But look at Ben Affleck in this movie. And like, there's no you could you there is nothing you could do that's going to convince me holden has a good dick game going on like i'm sorry that (sighs) you're gonna be hard pressed to make me believe that she's going from fucking like 1990s new york dykes to holden and being like oh my god yes this is is amazing i loved my one half an orgasm Also, incredible. I wrote down a few more things about one of their conversations that relates to this. Cause, <laughs> um, so, so there's like this scene where um, you almost found my clit once. It was yeah, really yeah. exciting for me. Oh yeah. my god! There's a scene like after they're having sex, right? And he's like, "Why me? Like I'm a guy, but like you're attracted to girls." And she's like, "You know." I think it's because I got here like on my own terms and blah, blah, blah. And he and she like gives him a nice speech. And then he's like, can I at least say it's you just needed some deep dicking? Are you? And then they both laugh about it. I'm like, I'm just this is I'm just going to log like, off. <laughs> what <laughs> bye. is what just are you talking about? Boop, turn the movie what, off. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah, God. Also, it's... Some of the other shit she says, she said. I was an experimental girl, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. The slut God. shaming is so heavy handed. The slut shaming is horrible. It's so horrible. It's even so if, bad. To be fair. OK, so even if this was a heterosexual film. Um, oh, my God. Um, yeah. Like, you're really you start dating someone when they're 28 and you shame them for the sexual activities they did when they were 18. Yeah. Dude, As it doesn't anyone. even matter. I don't care if she fucked two dudes last month. It doesn't matter. She's dating you now. What? Who it fucking cares? It does not matter. Like, and who that's fucking cares? Like- and this, uh, here's what I hate about it, too, because <laughs> the one thing that's funny is I could not, for the life of me, remember why the movie was called Chasing Amy. Like, Kelsey was like, why is it called that? They were well, like, yeah, do they not know her name? Girl's name? Yeah. yeah. And I was, name, like, yeah. I was like, I don't remember, honestly. Like, I can't remember why it's called that. And then you get to that whole scene with Silent Bob telling the whole Chasing Amy story. And the thing that I hate the most about it is that that scene happens before Holden comes back and proposes the threesome, right? Yeah. So you get this whole thing where Silent Bob is like, oh, you're chasing Amy because I had this girl and then I slut-shamed her and I couldn't let go of my own fucked up ideas in my head about like what her past needed to look like and now I regret it every day because I let her get away. And Holden's response to that is like, you need to fuck me and my best friend. <laughs> together so you know you know this is gonna fix us you know i need this you know that this is what we need to make it work and i'm like literally insane also just like the fact that he's like 
well, you fucked two dudes in high school, so like you should be able to fuck two dudes now. What's, yeah. Why can't you including, fuck me and my friend that I that you hate? Yeah, including this that, like, one guy who has nice done nothing but like with. absolutely shit all over everything about you and who you are as a person through this entire movie, and is supposed to be my best friend and cannot even be like just decent to you yeah why don't you fuck both of us me the dude who's slut shaming you and who can't stop picturing you with two guys and my best friend who fucking hates you and is maybe a little gay for me yeah that sounds like a ooh (laughs) win-win that's woohoo really getting the lottery there lucky girl like the worst solution ever also the fact that fucking banky is like (laughs) he's like yeah sure let's do it I'm like, dude, Banky wants to fuck him so hard. Like, what is happening? It's a little much. Wait, we should also talk about, oh my God, what's his name? Um, Hooper. Hooper. Yeah. Yeah, we should also talk about Hooper because Hooper is a character who like comes in and out of the movie and he is a queer black man who like is supposed to be, I think, like our voice of the community that's like, hey, like, let me tell you, like, why you're homophobic let me like tell you why you clearly banky wants to be with you he's like should have been gay he constantly should have been gay oh my god hooper hooper doing the should have been gay on the archie comics i was like so fucking here for it i know and also what did he even say about darth vader how like darth vader is black and then (laughs) there's like he him as a character is honestly so good He's incredible. He's incredible. But I, also I mean, it's like, like he's would... incredible, and also he's a caricature in this movie yes. in ways that like are are also harmful and problematic. Harmful. Yeah, but yeah, I fucking yeah. love him. Yeah, like but I, like, I love him sh- if he was like a real person. I hate him as a character as a written by character a straight white man. In this, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like this entire movie should just have been about Hooper and Alyssa and like their yes. like. I would. I'm like, why do we not get more of their like? Queer life. It's like literally we're getting like glimpses of queer life from the outside from a straight man who wants to take this lesbian and turn her like he says at one point like I want want us to have a normal relationship right like he wants to like take her out of this like yeah we can't vibrant, be a normal exciting, couple queer life that she has and like turn her into a New Jersey housewife like what are you doing uh... and in the same breath like try to convince her to have a threesome. But, like, to be fair, the end of this movie, great, because Alyssa's like, um, Holden, you're psycho. Like, if you can't get over this, like, this is, we're not together. But there's also, like, too much pain. Like, she's like, I love you too much. I'm like, why? Yeah, it's... I think the thing is, is, like, there. the reason this movie fails so dramatically is that, like, it doesn't seem self-aware enough to realize that Holden has no redeeming qualities and so you're like why would she have wanted to be friends with him why would she have wanted to date him why would she be sad to be breaking up with him like none of them at any point make any sense to any woman watching this movie because you're like wow he is the absolute worst like what an absolute dickweed what like just he's so full of himself he's so self-absorbed he's so entitled he's so just like uh he is just like he is the perfect encapsulation of like oblivious 
entitled like straight white man, you know, and uh, down to the fucking goatee. I mean, it's just it's like everything about him. I'm just like, well, you are just just repulsive in every way to me. And to watch this woman just be incapable of walking away from that. You're like. Honey, no. I know. Well, that's <laughs> why I'm have like, a little self respect. But like, that's why I'm like, thank God at the end. But it's like he literally had to ask you for a threesome with his best friend before you were like, okay, you know what? I've been trying here and I'm done. Yes, and it's like here's the thing: is like if I had if I had a friend who was like fully out, total lesbian, I like ah, uh, this is my life. I'm out and proud, and like turned around and like brought a man that she was dating out like there are for sure men where you'd be like okay i get it not this man not this man not this man sweetie not Not this this one it it ain't this one and i'm like yeah no wonder like jesus no wonder you never introduced him to your friends could you imagine when she okay let's just quickly could you imagine his smarmy fucking smug face if he had ever met any of her friends any of her some of her friends might have beat the shit out of him yeah but yeah like oh that, for sure that scene where it's like about all the lesbians in, i love that and i love because like, i love that again like, it's so the pro pronoun yes, game it, that and yeah. that is so real and so true and i love it <laughs> i love that i know i know because they pick but up it, on it yeah. immediately and then they're like what did they say another one bites the dust but like that entire scene right too it's like this is a scene about of a bunch of lesbians written written by, by a man, man. Yeah. Right where they're like, oh, the lesbians are pissed because she's dating a guy. And like, they're like, all right, bye, bitch. Like, bye, see bitch. Ya. Yeah. And like, like, and which is so not accurate because I'm like the fact that they pick up on the fact that she's doing the pronoun thing real. But yes. then the fact that like anybody wouldn't just be like, oh, is he cool? Like, does he treat you well? Is he nice? Like, yeah, like is literally he anything like where did how did this happen? Where did you meet? What ha- like? No, and because the thing is, is like, it, imagine, I like to imagine that any of them have met Holden. <laughs> yes, and then they're like, okay, bye. And they're just like, that goateed white man, I'm I'm sorry, what? What are we yeah. doing here? Like, <sighs> not yeah, that I man. Wouldn't, if, not to like, be fair, not yeah, like To be this. fair, if like one of my friends started dating someone like Holden, oh my God. I wouldn't be like. Dude, even my straight friends. I'm sorry. If my straight friends brought that man around, I'd be like, no, no, not a chance. I do not yeah. want to spend time with this man. I'd be like, we can hang out without him. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, sorry. If, if like, can you imagine as a whole bunch of dykes, if one of your friends started dating a guy and then he showed up being like, so, I mean, like, what if you just haven't met the right man? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Sir. So I'm at a party with a bunch of virgins, huh? I'll give you a head start <laughs> out of respect. That's like, about please it. Leave. Please <laughs> like... leave. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about the ending before we wrap this up. Okay. I mean, clearly we hate this film. Oh, my you God. You all understand why. But thank God they break up. At least it's not a happily ever after for the two of them. But they still have, I feel like, this scene. It's like a year later. And she's still... She's dating a woman, right? She's with this other woman. It seems like, yeah, right? She's with but her. But like, but and even she, then, and she sees Holden, and she's like so upset. Yeah, like that it's, was the love of her fucking life. I'm like, a couple things I hate about it. One, who is this woman? She's dating. It's not clear. It's not clear. It's, like they just seem like they like. I feel like they're leaning too hard in the like. She's not with the right person now because she's yes. with this woman who like 
clearly they have nothing in common. No this woman's like, what is this? Who are all these weirdos? Yeah. Like, what are they even dressed as at this weird convention? Comic books. <laughs> and you're like, like, no one's ever been to a con before. Like, yeah. You're yeah. like, I'm sorry. How would you, how would this be the person you ended up with? Like, yes. unless she's fucking fantastic in bed, like could be, but like you just, you obviously have nothing in common. And I refuse to believe that like, there's nobody that you share an interest with in the city of New York that you could date. So it's like yes. they kind of play up. They like lean way too hard into like, <laughs> look at look at this loser she ended up with, you know? And I'm like, I hate that aspect of it. And then I hate that they have this like, oh, I this contrite Holden who's taken the year and he's grown as a person. And I self-published this story where I drew you to a fucking T and included your name in this story that's all about personal intimate details of your life. Yeah. Here it's you go. Didn't so clear disturbing. it with you first, just published it. Yep. Like Yep. And again, that's where I think this movie fails because they present it as though he's grown and learned. And miss that this is completely representative of how and why he has it. <laughs> yes, if he's still like look I did this for you. For me. Yeah. He's like, I did this because I had a story to tell. I had something personal to say finally, even if it wasn't just about me. Yeah. And they also act like, too, like, I think he's like, oh, like, it's sold out, too, right? Yeah, it's Like, where it's like, oh, he's now successful because he had this relationship with her and, like, was so fucking horrible to her. It is so bad. So it's so bad. Our point here, uh, patrons, is I can't oh, believe. I also want to say sorry before we finish this. Okay, this has an eighty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, Stop which it. makes me like feel like slimy. It's gross, but it's I also, also feel like it's because that- men like it. The other thing that I'm really curious about now, because this, I mean, I have to say, like, this was never one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies, but like, I. I still in my head remember liking Mallrats and liking Dogma. And I'm like, if I go back and watch them now, like I could barely stand the Jay and Silent Bob scene in this because I'm like, wow, was this just only funny when you were 17 and like a character just like flagrantly swearing and like being rude and sexual all the time was like funny and like oh it felt so edgy you know like oh jay he's out here talking about like women's boobs all the time and like drugs and swearing and like he says the word motherfucker every other word and then he opens his mouth and i'm like is it gonna be impossible to rewatch any of these movies because i was like i could barely do i could barely get through that scene i was just like oh my god what is this garbage like it was rough it was but rough to go back. So now I'm like lesbian, scared. The lesbian shit in it also is a, like a lot worse though. Like because that like as a queer woman, that's like difficult to watch. Whereas like I feel like I could watch. I actually don't know if I've ever seen those other films. I'm like, not. oh, I mean, that's see, that's what I'm hard is. I'm like, I feel like I would say like you should watch them. Like yeah. they're they're fun. They were like, I remember them being funny. And I remember, you know, like. I don't know, but now I'm like, I'm not sure I could, I don't know. I'm curious now if I went back and watched them, would they hit me as differently as this did? Because man, I hated rewatching this. This was a rough, this was a rough one. (laughs) 
so you're much. welcome patreon <laughs> you're yes, so welcome much. so let us know what your thoughts are on this film and let us know if you have any other movies you want us to oh cover but this one was tough yeah. very tough to watch very tough but yeah <laughs> that's chasing amy for all of you <laughs> with that i'm ellie and i'm lee and, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon, soon.